Mr. Party King Keys. I'm locked in. We locked into the Ada house. We got a special guest. I'm talking about a real special guest. I'm talking about a, a, a good brother in the community, uh, a formal member. He's a member, but now he's a member of a better uh, uh, organization. Yes, sir. Uh, my guest, my guest, my like King. What's up, brother? What's going on, Key? How you feel, man? How you feel? Uh, I've been with the I've been with the old head, so I'm feeling with my hands, brother. You ain't lying. <laughs> feel with your hands and not your eyes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In order, how you feeling, man? Man, I'm blessed, bro. I'm blessed to be here another day. You already know, man. I'm blessed to be here another day. Facts, facts, man. Get the get the people, you know, a quick backdrop, uh, you know, a quick rundown of yourself, man. I'm Malakim, man. Um, I cast away my slave name. No need to mention it. You know, as we all should. Um, I'm active in my community with the young boys. I'm big on music and a message in the music you know we can all rap about killing each other that's what they want to buy and sell but since we're not slaves we're not for buying or selling at this point so you know it's up to us to get this message out to the youth man and have them you know what i'm saying in a strong frame of mind the strongest frame of mind because you know a clear future we need to clear our future man it's going to be a reaping man we need our we need our shorties to come together man we can't have them out here dying in the street you know right Facts, my brother. Uh, let the people know where they can follow you. What, give me your, your Instagrams and uh, where they can check out your music at. Nah, I don't have. Yeah, we're facing technical difficulties at the moment. Stick with us. You said what, brother? madness you know it's too it's a lot going on we ain't we ain't we ain't, we ain't hear nothing i don't know if you muted for a second can you can you hear me now definitely can all right yeah i was saying that um i have yet to start an instagram because uh i don't, I don't want to be caught up in the madness you know but a lot of my people that i'm coming in contact with they want to contact me over this music been saying it's imperative for me to scoop up an instagram so i'm gonna definitely be starting one soon but you can find me on soundcloud at Melakim. M A L A K A I M. Okay, okay. If they looking for some enlightenment, where can they follow you at to get those teachings? You know, I'm on Facebook, um, Mela M A L A space K H I M. Church, church, church. Yeah, no man. doubt, man, no doubt. I appreciate yeah, you having me too, man. I know you're doing big things, you know. Man, just love me, man. I'm just telling my brother. You know how how. Uh, how you like the transition, man, to, to fatherhood and, and to mentorship? Man, fatherhood been beautiful. Um, still on, you can hear me, right? I can hear you now. Both fatherhood and mentorship both came naturally to me, and it's out of necessity due to the fact I didn't have a father or too many mentors. You know, most of my mentors was brothers in my same age group or cats that was older than me that was outside doing their thing and I looked up to them. Right. But uh, those are the people that, you know, lead the majority of the flock astray. So, 
you know, we got to do better as black men in the community, black and Latin. That's most definitely, most definitely. So, you know, uh, you're Chicago born and raised, you know, get the people a backdrop of your childhood and, and how, how was that for you coming up? Oh, yeah, man. I grew up on 82nd and Cottage Grove, man. 82nd and Maryland. Uh, I moved over there from 97th and Ingleside in 2001. And one thing I always tell people, man, I have a vivid memory. That's why, you know, I'm in music the way I am. I have a vivid memory. And they shot every day from 2001 to 2005. Man. They never missed a day. And when they didn't shoot, we would be anxious to see when was it going to start. You know, but, um, we also grew up with a lot of, you know, there's a lot of old school cats over there. It was a lot of pimps and, you know, pimps and hoes over there too, man. You know, excuse me, but, you know, that, was, know. A, could, that was a part of, you know, our, our daily visual was, you know, the young ladies outside the, uh, uh, one of the old school, his name was Mr. Tierwell. He used to give me a lot of game. He called them women of leisure. Hey. He called them women of leisure. He say, uh, I might be old and weathered, but I'm the best kind of leather, you know? Hey, I always remember that man because, you know, one crazy thing about him, he sold icy cups, right? And, you know, to us, that was like, oh, he just sell icy cups. When you look close, the man got solid gold rings on every finger, gold rim glasses, and when he pull out money, he pull out a knot. He pull up in a Cadillac one day and an Astro van the next day. And I came to find out he was Mac of the Year in like 1970-something, bro. <laughs> no, he really was. That's, oh, that's that's too he much was solid, sauce. man. He was solid. I started listening. You know, at first we used to laugh, but the more I listened, the more I realized, man, a lot of the things he was dropping on us was some jewels, not just about women, but just about life and how to manage your funds. And, you know, you got to look the part to play the part. That's right. Yeah, man, but uh, no, nah, I grew up. I grew up in a different kind of environment, man. You know, it was only two, two gangs in my community. Um, I was, I was privileged to the third. You know, three major, three, three, the three most major. You know, what I'm saying branches in Chicago. I don't really want to have to mention them or none, but what was I'm so saying, crazy you know, is when this, I, this is an international podcast, man. You know, no doubt, no doubt. So you know, in my in my neighborhood. I had the, the, the BDs, who were the Black Disciples, or called themselves something else. And, you know, you had the GDs, the Gangster Disciples. But uh, my family being Black Peacestone, these are the only three gangs I knew. So when I'm going to South Shore, you know, me and for everybody listening, me and Kevon, me and Key, Party King Key, we went to the South Shore together. You know, he was technically like a big homie to me. And I was opened up. It opened me up like a GTA map, bro. I'm seeing all these handshakes I ain't never seen in my life. I'm hearing people merging it on people I ain't never heard of. And I'm like, yo, this a whole new world. All I knew was this three. This to me was like the holy trinity. I thought uh-huh. outside of this was only Californians and Crippin' Blood. I ain't know it was nothing besides these three. Hey. And, you know, they opened me up, man, and ended up showing me a lot of things, man. Uh, I don't know if you remember this one brother went to school, Carlos Castleberry. You remember him? Yeah, I know, love. He was the first. Yeah, king. The first, he was the first black king I ever met. Yeah, he, he really about that. He nah, he was, 
yeah, he come over that way. Yeah, he been uh, he, he was he was it. he was really with that even back then, man. Oh, I know, I I, I know those personally, man. You know the yeah. Kings being the brother's first cousin and all that. Good yeah, stuff. they are. You know, yeah, especially over good. East, that love is that that love between that Stone love and King love is a real thing over there. You know, I, me and him used to draw, and then you know we used to see each other in, in public and outside, and all over. So it's just always been mutual. You know, we always had mutual respect. Because before yeah. you, got, you know, that was like man, for was Gladiator. We had the last of fifteen fifty. Yeah, y'all had fifteen fifty. Uh, See, I came there a year after fifteen. But what's so funny about South Shore? Why I had a fifteen fifty shirt? Yeah. Hey, that's hilarious because I was never, I never, you know. But one thing though, they don't even know what that is. So. Even though y'all had fifteen fifty, when I came there in two thousand five, it wasn't no seniors, so nobody was mature enough to be like, y'all chill out. Yeah, we was in, we was a, the, you know, they made that transition and changing the school. And so uh, they broke it down. The last of that little group, they was all 1550. Uh, I forgot the whole full breakdown of that. And so when we came in, you know, we was the, we was the second class of the, of the new part because, you know, JD, all of them, 07, yeah. class of 07, they was the freshman class. How the new, you know, how the new thing went. And, yeah. You know, we came in. We they went through all of that already. So that's why a lot of them niggas was already crazy and, and turned up. Jabari, all of them turned up because they would have to go through the gladiator part. Right, so we right, came right. Through there, you know, they was real strict and, and on that. We was turning that motherfucker out. Man, you had everybody from all over the city in this motherfucker. So like you said earlier on on a, on a conference call, what you described it as, that's really how that was. Nah, it truly is. It was dress in, dress out, bro. And that was that was every day until maybe 2007. It finally started getting like, you know, it started calming down a bit. But you know, um, man, I've been in two riots at that school. I only had one one on one fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have to fight no more. I fought a dude. He he died. Now rest in peace. Uh, his name Jermaine Boykins. That name sounds familiar. Yeah, he played football. Uh. But I didn't have to fight no more. You know, yeah, I got braces. cool. Huh? Yeah, yeah, braces. I didn't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have to fight um, no more. Milo and them. Uh, hey, Milo. Seen... Yeah, yeah, man. Free that man. Uh, they seen me fight him. And so they pretty much was like, you know, basically, if you whooping ass, they automatically like, oh, you cool. You good. Yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> uh, but. Man, I was in two riots, man, and you really get just caught up in it because you just be with 10, 15 dudes outside, and here come another 10, 15 dudes. And it's just up. You don't even got to know them like that, you know? Yeah, nah. Yeah, man, but the east side, the east side back then, see, people think it's dangerous now. It's dangerous. It's life or death now, but back then it was life, death, or your ass. Facts. Cause you might be walking somewhere, man, and you see thirty dudes. You can't turn around and run because they're gonna chase you. So now you gotta walk past them. Exactly. You didn't have a choice. You know, we had to be men at at, at young ages. We had to deal with you yes, know having to make money. You hey, you ain't lying, man. <laughs> hey, we had to be men at young ages, man. We had to we had to grow up and adapt fast because a lot of us we might have lived over east, but. You got to cross community lines multiple times I'm a day. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. 
Motherfuckers didn't even understand. I used to call this when uh they brought me up under that exposure for that uh to my gang leader and shit, me and Ryan. He got the stay full in there because his mama, you know, she that's how she ended up getting her recipe from the skills. Yeah. Man, I was telling them, I'm like, boy, y'all, y'all got it sweet. You know what I'm saying? We in this motherfucker. Motherfucker breaking all types of guns and all types man, of Man, it's guns and now we we in that drinking lean. Either the home or somebody getting into it with somebody up the nine. Somebody hey, we covered up to the school. You got the cert, you got cert card niggas cover the fight niggas for yep. uh, for the pocket. Hey, you got right. grown men coming up there. I done seen niggas pull yeah. up in cars and hop out yeah. with beers. On straight business. Getting their ass free flock too sometimes. Somebody. Yep, yep. Well, and I, I done seen I done seen some teachers get their ass now. You remember Mr. Godfrey? Yeah. Uh 50 brother Keenan and two of the other homies whooped his ass outside the school. Damn. Look, hey, look, they beat him up and this nigga stood up, brushed himself off, and was like, okay, all right. Now that's why your mama, your mama, and your mama some bitches. They was like, hey, hey, what? And they chased this man, mind you, this man is in his 30s. He getting chased by three teenagers to his car and skirted off. This was at summer school. Look, but South Shore was so wild that teachers, like, either you was cool as hell or you could potentially get rolled, like, for real. Facts. That's why I like Mr. Woods and Mr. Park and them, man. It was some real old Don't school... See. There was some brothers of the struggles, real niggas don't even know. Yeah, real. Mr. Woods for sure. Mr. Woods for sure, man. Mr. Woods for sure, man. I, I um, I actually, I appreciate them as older brothers and as elders, elder statesmen. Now more than ever, now that I'm older, and I replay some of the things they was telling me, man. But I was so high and so worried about what's going on on cottage like you know we was we was in that era where you you know a lot of us was like man i'm gonna go back to the block like now these shorties they they go to school they go all day so that they can kick it we used to leave or you know it been times when i didn't come to school till man seventh period man they don't understand yeah man but them chicago kids man we suffering in that system man we're not giving a fair you know, we're not giving a fair trial. We have a right to a fair trial, and that's in life. That ain't just in the judicial system. That's true, my brother. Yeah, man. Fairness and equality, man. You, you remember? Said, uh, you talking about living on cottage. How was that growing up over there on that side of town? Man, it was, uh, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. It was a lot of killing, man. It was a lot of killing, man. I seen my first dead body, maybe. I don't even think it was a month we had been living there. Um, somebody had got stretched out in the alley, man, and they hadn't came and got him yet. And I walked right past him. I thought he was drunk. And when I was coming back from the store, everybody was outside uh, examining him and crying and screaming. No, I had just moved over there, so I didn't know who it was, but he was stretched out. Right. Dead and gone. And I remember the feeling in my stomach I couldn't believe how real it was. Like, you know, somebody else. I seen people dead in the casket. I seen people I loved that got killed that was already dead and in the casket and dressed up and all that. I never seen somebody on the ground before. That was in 2000, 2001. So summertime in 2001, man. It was my first time seeing that. 
And it seemed like from that point forward, it was just a roller coaster. Like it's always something, you know, and then you got to make money because you can't be broke. You know, out of all things, you know, they're going to keep us in the hood chasing that dollar, man. Man, don't stay going. Don't stay going. Be a slave or be enslaved. Man, I'm telling you, look, you got to be a slaver. You got to either make them your slave or be a slave, but ain't no in-between. Ain't no just no free. You ain't never going to just be free from this system if you're going to live here. Yeah, how was, uh... How was yeah, that? man. Now, where... Hey, didn't you... I know you grew up out south, man. Where did you grow up at? For the people. Uh, for the people, for the record. Uh, you know, me, man, I'm from Motown. Exactly. Uh, they call it Motown. I wanted to... Or, right. Or, or back of the yards. Or, right. Uh, West Inglewood. You know, uh, 51st and Ada, 54th last You know what I'm talking about? So, yep, yep. Places, still, places I ain't never been. Hey, I'm saying, I'm, I'm only very, a couple brothers been that way. A few brothers, you know, was able to come that way. You know, I bought Lucky on the block a couple times, and he's always like, man, take me over there. Like, bro, you don't want to go over there, bro. I want to go, I want to come to the hood. <laughs> nah, that was my man's, though, man. That he was saw, my man's. Uh, he saw, uh, not American gang. Yeah, he's talking about that gangster, but it's 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 one that uh damn I can't think of. They gangland. He saw gangland on he saw always here speak on the P. So he saw the gangland. He like, I just saw Waikita on there. I just saw the P on there. He like, man, take me to the hood. And I'm like, man, I don't know, bro. So for his birthday, for the P birthday, you know, they had something for him. And, uh, I took him out there, man. Yeah, you he took was, him to the. Did you take him to the Stone Picnic? I'm saying he been to a couple. Of that. He met a couple, couple of good brothers. You know, he go talk to us or whatever. No, yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. He yeah, talked you know. to. He met a couple of good righteous brothers, man. Um, and then they end up later on in life that uh, when he moved back over east and was in in the two T's, you know, he was really in tune with a lot of them brothers. So that was that was a good thing. That's one thing I can shout honestly say, Ike man, is that Smiley. um, huh? I said shout out to Ike and Smiley. Oh no doubt, man, no doubt. Uh, you mean you talking about Ike Fort? Yes, sir. Yeah, you know that's my cousin. That's that's our cousin, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. You're right. That's <laughs> our cousin. You're right. You're right about that. So uh, what's crazy, Isaiah, Isaiah brother, is is our cousin too. And yeah, that's little Ains, little brother. See, what's so crazy is that Isaiah. Hey, to me, Isaiah was such a funny dude, bro. Hey, I don't, I don't know why. To me, he was so funny, man. He's such a funny dude, man. I'm telling you, like, you know, I love certain people. I could just look at him and get to busting up, man. I don't know what it is, you know. Yeah, it's good to have them people around though, man. Because you know, every sometimes you could things could always be so serious where you really ain't laughed in a minute. And you start to realize, like, damn, I ain't really laughed in a long time. You know, that shit therapy, bro. You know, and, and a lot of times that's when I really got laughed. You, you got every, you got shit going on at the house, so personal shit. Then you got to travel, like you said. So your head got to be on point. Your shit gonna be on the scoreboard. So you traveling from that way to this way. Then dealing with the bullshit. Then got to, you know, stash whatever if you need to or sneak contraband what you need to. 
you know. Yeah, man. Hey, I'm gonna tell you this though. One thing, I'm not a fan of the turn that gangs took as far as the destruction that we've all caused to ourselves and the brothers around us. Right. But one thing I can say is, and this is from out the mouth, honestly, of a disciple. Hey, free Jeff Fort. Yes, sir. Hey, they know what it takes. That whole free Larry thing, hey, that's a money grab. If they really won't change, if they really won't change, man, they know who to free. Free that man, free that man, Angel. Chief Angel, my little boy. How's that? Yep. Hey, you ain't lying. Uh, it's one of the older cats from my from that lived around my way. I don't know if you know him. His name China Man. I know China Man. Uh, he's like the older China Man. The older man, not 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 yeah. the younger China Man. The younger China Man died. Now I know all three. See, it's a China Man from Motown. It's the old man China Man. Then you him from from uh the pocket. Where right. the pocket he was off 071. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he you passed. see that brother all the time. Yeah. All the time. Hey, but uh, the older China man, when I was a little kid, man, he came up to Avalon Park a couple times. He used to, matter of fact, I mean to cut you off, he used to hang out with ghosts, the real ghosts from all from over east. Now that that I didn't I didn't have privy to that information. Yes, but sir. one thing I can say is that the old man China man, he told us like that once they started seeing things changing for the worse, Jeff began to buy property in the Woodlawn community. Mm-hmm. And that's when they put a they put them under indictment. It didn't have anything to do with no killings without killing, as he would say. It won't be no killing without killing. Uh, he um if you, you know he walked in uh, quote, you understand that quote you gotta go ahead and look that up. I know. Yeah. I, I already know. They was at, at that they, press. They, no, I ain't talking. I'm talking to the listeners. To the listeners. Oh yeah, for sure, for See, sure, for sure. Yeah, so, man. So that, you said just draw. You forget that this is even the interview. Man. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. Because you know, it's it's for us to to we we supposed to have that knowledge of the body, man. We're not supposed to miss not a beat, and that beat is a heart. Exactly. You you don't know about that famous Jeff Forrest speech, man. You got to go look up that interview when he had that conference. Yeah. Talk to the good brother Miller King. Party King Keys. My, my bad, man. I, I know it. Um, I guess that's my phone that was doing that. But one thing that I was saying about Jeff Fort, man, is that um, this brother was defiant in the face of the United States Senate. Yeah. Walked straight in. Hey, he walked in. They asked him his name. He said, Jeff Fort. They said, are you also known as Chief Walkita? He said, my name is Jeff Fort. Turned the microphone down, got up and walked out. A lot of people don't know that. 
they had footage of that, but they took it out because of the level of defiance that it shows. I know it's 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 out there. But fine, man. I I, I actually look for that. I can't never. I, I never can find the footage. But one thing is that these people are not confused as to. Hold on, hold on. This is what we're gonna do. This this interview will be available, fully intact. Uh, well, we were recording now, so it'll probably be available when it, when it airs next week, which will be uh, a week from now or a few days from now. We might do five, we might do seven, who knows? But when it's on PartyKingKeysTV.wordpress.com, I'll put the link at the bottom. I'll put the video inside it. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, man. Uh, like I said, man, I definitely appreciate you having me, man, because we, we share the same message, man. We've seen some of the same things. And um, one thing I realized is that the whole thing is an illusion. And that's what they want to keep Jeff and Larry from them really telling the youth that it's really all fake. Mm. It's all fake. There is no king of the hill. There is no... There is no the toughest man in Chicago. The last toughest man in Chicago was Al Capone. After that, it been up for question. There has Speak been no it. Top Gun. Yes, yes sir, sir. There is no Top Gun, man. That's and and you know it's just bodies piling on top of bodies, man. All these shorties uh getting each other out the way, man, and it's so crazy because they paving the way for them to gentrify, man. That's why they buying up all the property all on 63rd, all on, uh, all in Woodlawn, right. all in Inglewood. These are places where white people used to be scared to step foot, and now you see a Starbucks or Whole Foods and somebody jogging with their dog. That's when you know it's over with. Mm-hmm. They coming. They don't fear us, man. That whole white people being scared of us thing, man. When the last time you heard of a of a black man in the hood shooting a white boy? We don't even shoot white people. So why is that the narrative that we're so dangerous to the white community? It's to lower our value, lower our standards, and lower our value in our living situations, lower our value as a black family and as the black economy, the socioeconomics. As long as they can call us violent, the houses will be worth nothing. Yeah, man. That, that is good that you spoke on it. You're definitely, definitely right. And I've been noticing. I've been noticing. I've been looking at the boards, watching the charts. We actually, our people, man, they, we've been acting as black fathers, you know, ones that didn't have fathers or didn't have the best fathers. They actually, actually stepping up to the plate and, and really going in. And I'm seeing a lot of families grabbing property, being homeowners or never homeowners or, you know, apartments to sharing, you know, a spot with somebody, you know, ain't used to being that alone. And really yeah, so man, I think really, ownership. I really command. My bad, what'd you say, brother? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Ownership is key, man. That always been key. And that's what, you know, our elders really push. You know, we, what Boosie say, I guess I had the wrong role models. But, you know, if you take you take, you take take them lessons, it was all the same. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was pushing ownership. When you talk about that, that, that elder statesman that you were speaking on earlier, you know, he won't play of the year, but he was out there. He was, he had his, he was independent. 
he was an independent worker. He was selling ice cream cups. That's entrepreneurship. <coughs> What's so Dude. crazy about him, man, is that he was one of the only procurers, and that's a word I want to give the audience because we don't use the word pimp. He was one of the only procurers that you will ever find that actually retired and had houses and cars and had the things that he needed to get by. Right. Because a lot of times you leave that game empty-handed, man. Yeah. And you know, to see him, he really did that to be a part of the community. He wanted to be outside and chat him. Mm-hmm. Was over that way. Uh, what grammar school did you go to? I went to Arthur Ashe on Eighty Sixth and Ingleside. Yeah, Ash ain't no joke, man. How how was that coming up, bro? Oh man, fighting fight, maybe fight, every two no, three no, no, weeks. No, 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 don't 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 give him don't give him a, a, a piece of paint the picture for him. You know, feel give him that meal. Now, what's so crazy is that when you come into Arthur Ash, you realize what year is this? This is two thousand one, two thousand two. Mm. Uh, I came to school and I realized. Nobody could read but me. Man. Me and two other me and two other kids out of a class of 30, almost everybody struggled reading. Then what you what did you think about that? Then what's so crazy is that I took notice and so the teachers started having me if we had to read certain things and certain books, I would just read the whole thing, just me reading it. Out loud for the class. Uh-huh. So they could follow. Exactly. And but you know, by this time I had already read the autobiography of Malcolm of, of uh, Malcolm X. And I found out that he was heavily influenced by Che Guevara in uh-huh. Cuba to increase the literacy of colored people. Yes, sir. And on, so man. one second, I'm meeting this record. But here's the exclusive. Hold on. What court here? A hey, hey, shy celebrity, uh, talk to your, talk to your man. You know what I'm saying? Give him, give him some of that one time. Hi, this is a party king case exclusive. Okay, that's nice. All right, so I said that because that's one of the books uh, of the month. You know, you know, we do book of the week, and then we have the book of the month. Don't, you know, don't. We're doing that for the last one of them. We got uh, the Obama. Uh, yes. I only want to spoil everything. I only want to spoil everything. But yeah, I'm glad you spoke on that because that is one of the books of the month. And uh, I read some of it as a kid, man. Being around some of those good brothers. And, you know, I, I recommend that book. But go ahead. Back to you. Go ahead. So, one thing that I realized, and this is not only from a Chicago perspective, but this is worldwide, as you say. Hey, um, if you look at all your friends that died, some of them were genius intellect. Yeah. But if you look at some of them, when we were kids, they had problems reading. Now, the correlation in that, the reason why I say that is because it's been proven that they take third grade and fifth grade reading test scores Facts. and base the projections Facts. for prison, how many, how many cells they'll need in 20 years, they based that on the, the reading scores of children of color. The eyesight test. Yep. 
That's what that's for. That's all it's for. The Iowa test, the all those standardized the testing test, the eyesight. Those are for, like you said, that's to predict the future. That's social placement. Exactly. So they they go off of that in third grade. Whatever your math say is, they go off of how many jails, how many people gonna be incarcerated, and they base the future off that man. Take that gamble on that. A lot of good brothers got, got wrapped up in that or lost in that at the time. Yeah, can, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Um, It seems as if it ain't such a gamble for them no more. It's a sure thing. You know how some gambles, they tell you, like, hey, you ain't got to worry. This is sure. You're going to get your money back. This is a sure thing. It's so much a sure thing that in Illinois, if a private prison is not uh, filled up to 70% capacity, they can sue the state for the remainder. Yeah. That's why they have those quotas that they got to meet. That's why they push that. That's why there's always been so many people in Stateville. Man. Stateville has always operated at maximum capacity. Pontiac. Yep. Uh, 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 Vienna. Uh, Cle- uh, 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 Vandalia. Yes, sir. A lot, uh, of, a lot of, a lot of uncles and cousins in them joints, man. You already know, man. And they take all. They all taking the same pictures with the same backgrounds. You already know. You know that that was they Harvard. That was their. Uh, it is. It was also. It was also a form of a rite of passage, but yeah. we're changing the narrative now. But yeah. Up to up to up to recently, because even these young boys, like all this violence they commit, they don't want to go to jail. I remember when niggas used to be like, "Man, you know, I went to jail like it was cool." These shorties, are, these shorties, they not built for no real jail. It, was, it wasn't no younger. Exactly. It went to motherfucker uh, Roosevelt. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And then when you finally hit sixteen. You finally get to taste that Cook County life, and then you realize I can't go to the penitentiary, man. It's taking up too much of my time. Ain't no women up in there. Then they had to change it to eighteen. Yeah, it, it was getting too wild. Yeah, no, it, it truly was too wild, man. Um, especially when you're in there and you're underage, but you see people from your neighborhood. So now, when you get out, you technically, you know, it's just funny how things work. Because you end up really mobbing with guys that you ain't got no business mobbing with. Facts. It's an eye opener. It is. It actually shows you that the lines that we draw between ourselves are invisible. Because when I'm in jail, while when I'm on 82nd, I'm fighting certain cats. And every time I've ever been locked up with some of them same people, they fighting with me. Niggas that we don't know. Exactly. We eating together. We not talking. We not buddy-buddy. But we eating together, we watching TV together, we working out, but we're not even technically, we're still not socializing. Exactly. We're just cordial. We're existing. <laughs> we're coexisting. And as mm-hmm. soon as we get out, if need be, it can still go up between me and him. Right. And that's a crazy thing about being a black man is the environment it's not that we want to commit these tragedies and this fratricide 
against each other. I want to test your I, I want to test your vocabulary, brother. What's a fratricide? You put me on the spot, but I'm gonna let you go ahead and, and it's and... a it's a it's the killing of one's brother. Mm. You have homicide, suicide, patricide, matricide, and fratricide. And what's crazy is write those in Morales Law class. Cause we had a few months trial, and that's crazy. I'm glad I didn't have Morales, man. He probably would have failed me. No, he wouldn't. He 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 pushed. He I don't know, man. I think he used. To, you know, all the teachers talk, but he used to always take all the all the brothers that he needed to take. You, you know, uh, little Mike and Josh was passing. Oh, if they passed, I know I'm passing. No, man. <laughs> he said because his class taught you. They taught us the law. I knew a little bit about law until I got in Morales' class, and you know that's what did it for me. That's What's what, crazy what is that I didn't know. know that he was really. I didn't know really what he was. Uh, I just knew Morales because he used to always call me, man. For some reason, this brother would not stop calling me Friday, bro. He was like Friday, and you know he was the the coach of the softball team, so we got Back. cool from that. But he uh my, he got, got me. My, I got my uh my jersey. Just picked it up from uh on the L. You know they do that. He went in on it too. Shout oh to man, that's football. beautiful, man. I might have to give me one of them old school Chicago softball jerseys, man. Chicago oh, he, softball. He got is... the Tars joint. He got the. Tars oh yeah. They they're with the uh the alumni. They with the alumni. Yeah, I need that for sure. I need that because that's um we see look. I put it so simply when it comes to South Shore, man. We was family and we was tight because the tightest families are the ones that don't got shit. If you ever notice, richer families, everybody's always doing their own thing. When people don't have shit, it make you stick together. Yeah, all the time. I remember standing up sharing books, man. Remember we used to have to share books? Cause uh, shit, the school was was defund was already defunded before we got there. Yep. Hey, isn't that amazing? How can I go to a school that is operating in the negative? They damn near owe money, bro. That was the crazy part that people don't understand. The we all of us being there, we actually bought that motherfucker up. We never had a yearbook except for the the the. Miss George, rest in peace to the great lake. Miss George, uh, her putting together, you know, all those photos, taking them and, and putting them up on the book. You know, that's really the yearbook. But we Ms. end up, y'all, y'all class, our class, the ones after the, the last two after y'all, y'all actually bought the school up. We all bought the school up. Too. Yeah, we did. And you know, they was getting paid per student. They was getting they the money they were receiving for us for if you completed like a certain percentage of your uh, roll call, then they would get $38,000 per child. Oh, they get paid all of it. Yeah, they get all of that in one walk. Now, I was saying uh, that, so now you just said we was in the negative, right? Right. So coming from 1550 and they doing the transformation. So class of 07 was the first class. After 1550 left, which was, yeah. They was already excelling. So after ours, after us, we was coming, we were still in the red, but we was, you know, on our way towards coming out. 
you guys end of your freshman year, we was out of the red. We were out of the yellow by y'all sophomore year. So y'all junior year, our senior year, we was in the green. That's why uh I don't know if you noticed the staff, everything was changing. They was trying to fix certain stuff, they was doing certain stuff. They was and they was hiring uh higher caliber people. Exactly. Because <laughs> now once they start meeting the the requirements and just and all that, oh, it's time to bring somebody else in that we think is more qualified or worth the bam. So it was crazy, man. Do you remember Dr. Adenergy? Bro, you just had to bring that up. Hey, just man. had to bring it up. I, hey, I forgot what I was just telling my lady about that. That uh, I forgot what we was watching, and I but I got suspended for that brother because I used to call him Dr. Virginity. Yeah, <laughs> I used to say it all the time, all the time. And one day I was, and it's crazy. I was gonna sneak my candy in, and I get that shit to key one. They went in, and I was like, Doctor Virginity. I did that shit like a maiden call, and bro. He just was across the street. He was walking towards Jeffrey. He just shook his head and pointed, like he thought he was going to the courts. He was by the courts, so you know, which is the football field now because they took our building down and made that the football field. Yeah. And so that brother was was right there by the courts and he just looked and shook his head. I'm like, oh, yeah, he'd be all right. Man, that motherfucker called me about 7, 8 p.m. I don't know how he, he ain't even know he knew my name. Brother had a whole, you, you did. 30 days. 30 days? What the Hey, look, let me tell you and something. OG call up there to get that down to a day in one week, two weeks. Like, hey, them people. Hey, look, let me tell you something, though. I got caught smoking weed in school. Oh, man. In 2008. And I got caught by Mr. Gaston, not by no tech security. But by this time, you know, Which you saw. What's tech? For the, for the listeners, man. Oh, the School of Technology. We had the School of Leadership, the School of Technology, School of Entrepreneurship, and the School of the Arts. Yeah, we um, was in tech, you know what I'm saying? Learning how to rebuild computers and hack and all that. Hey, don't stuff. lie to them. Don't don't lie to them people, man. They cold and now. No, our freshman year, we, that's what we was doing. Man, I didn't do none of it. I didn't. Yeah, hey, look, no, nah, you know what? Let me tell you a short story. They took Dugan out of there. It was over let me tell you, you remember Miss Newkirk? Yeah. So yeah. me and Darnell Blewett, we in class. You know Dale too. You know basketball Dale. Yeah, that's my boy. So we all phone in now. class, and you know we used to phone be. Phone now. Yep, phone now. You already know. So we in there, and you know we in there. You know we cracking jokes and all that, but we not getting no trouble. So it go quiet for a little while, and Darnell Blewett is looking straight at the computer. Dark skin, Darnell. Yeah, they used to dance. My nigga, off the one. Yeah, super cool. That's my boy. He's sitting there typing. Typing, first of all, he can't type, so I'm knowing he on some bullshit. He's sitting there typing his ass off, and then when you look close, the man pants is pulled all the way down to the ground, right? What the fuck? Just his boxers. No, listen, bro. So me and Dale, we get to crying laughing. Miss Newkirk say, hey, what's going on over there? This girl named Dejanae Hamilton say, Darnell got his pants down. Why she get up? Look, see. 
Yeah, Donnell. My bad. No, look, listen, bro. I ain't even get to the punchline. The man pants is down. Shout out to Dejanae. She was good people, man. So she's she definitely good people, man. She a businesswoman now. She say, Miss mm-hmm. Newkirk, Donnell got his pants down. Miss Newkirk, stand up, look at his pants, look at, see his legs out, and tell me, Bruce, get uh, get out. <laughs> hey, do you know, to this day, I wanted to ask that lady how I had to get out, bro, and this man pants was down in class. I'm saying because you was probably laughing, bro. Bro, do every it was 35 kids laughing, man. But your, but your laugh like ignited more, bro. You it probably did, it, but listen, though, the man passed down and she and let probably him... meant to call him, you know. You know no, bro, know. listen to me. Listen to me. She let that man finish in class, bro. She saw his pants down and let him finish the period, bro. I never forgot that because I used to always wonder, like. They, Man, what's to that? Like, Donnell's crazy. Well, for hey, he was hilarious, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. You know, we had some. I ain't gonna lie, man. We had some funny niggas at South. Shore I saw, too, I saw Donnell make uh, oh, I can't think of her name. What's the sub that became who? Damn, I, I muted it too quick. I wanted you, I wanted them shots to be in the background so they can know how authentic this interview is. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, what what's the older older temp? She was a temp, and then she became uh, a, I know a teacher you... for like I think a year. I think her name was Miss Beatty or something. Dark. She was black. Yeah, dark skin, old as hell. Yeah, I think her name was Miss Beatty, man. It was some. It was something like this. Some. It's something in that area. And uh. The, Boy Darnell, he saying something, bro. I forgot what it was. And she like, you need to be. And he just saying like the opposite of what she's saying. So she started getting frustrated. And so he he like, <laughs> he like, yeah, you need to shut up. So she like, no, you need to be quiet, young man. But she, he kept getting to her. That she snapped, bro. Like she pushed. Like you know, you wipe sweat. She was wipe sweat. Her motherfucker weird came up. Matter of fact, we was in in school. Oh, in school man. detention. So he started laughing, and everybody said, so "You motherfucker, ah. bro!" She started screaming, and the way that he laughing, going in, pointing shit, she started laughing. I'm like, "This shit crazy!" Oh my god! Oh my god! She's like, "I'm seeing South Shore, I'm man." Y'all see She's like, "I'm gonna throw a book at your ass!" Like that's how it started. This shit wild on the motherfucker. How did I get in here with these cats? But let me tell you something crazy about South Shore too. Now you hear how wild it was. Why did they used to have little 120 pound, five foot three white women? They rookie year teaching us what you putting them in here with us for? Huh? I said they used to have some of them white teachers coming from Lincoln Park, man. Yeah. And. Why would why are you bringing them here when they don't understand the culture? Social experiment. It is an experiment. I'm gonna put you in this area environment. With, yeah, with the, with this group of uh, misfits because that's what they looked at uh, or, or children. We'll say children. That's that's in this urban community that comes from this area. Uh, some of them come from deep poverty or, you know, inflicted by this. And we're going to see how this goes. Because if you notice, they asked was there, and then after a year, they don't come back. They, they don't come, come back. back. They never come back. Only 
know. Only ones like Miss Merck and Dante and all them types. Merck and Dante, Cleary, and uh, and Guzman. Yeah, they was really with the struggle, like you know, you know, uh, Rita Merck and Dante. Hey, girl. Yeah. Shout out, man. Shout out, Miss Merck and Dante. No te apures, mamacita. Es necesito para mi esposa. Si no, cuantos más hijos. Es ahora para Pancho Villacito. Oh, bro. Hey, listen, Miss Guzman, if you ever hear this, I loved you from day one. <laughs> Your motherfucking wife going to stick. Hey, listen, and it'll be worth it. Hey, nah, Mark Dante was good people. You know, she came from Ohio State. She was yeah, she did. She was smart, she was man. You know that. that and that lady, that lady, Miss Mercadante, was actually brilliant, bro. A lot of people don't know sure. that she was a different breed mentally. She know she cut me out to Mexico. I can't because you know, oh seven, I went overseas and then I came and I was eligible to go to Mexico with y'all. And she was really on some other shit, but I'm not gonna talk about how I ended up going and meeting up with with the group and leaving back with them. But yeah, man, that shit was crazy. Yeah, man, crazy. I always wished I would have went to that Mexico trip, man. Wild, wild night in Texas. Yeah, man, I know it was. Y'all, uh, y'all had to cross wild. that border, man. That's no, crazy. No, no, wild two nights with me with with some with some kids, with some motherfuckers I went overseas with. End up getting lost and seeing Corey and Ryan and and uh, uh, Prescott and yeah. That's crazy. And end up coming back with them on that. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. A few people know, like, the the time we talked to them, it's like, yeah, boy, you was in Mexico. And I forgot it till one time, like, wait, Corey broke the whole story. And you can't, I'm like, damn, bro, I told y'all that. That's crazy, boy. You still end up taking your ass down now. Read between the lines, bro. Yeah, I know. But that's a that was that's also a hell of an experience for a when young we talk, black when we man. We talked about that before getting through the through the dough, and you got ground beef everywhere, all on you. Yep. You only cook coming out that motherfucker. Hey. Yeah, man. It's a it's a hell of a blessing uh, for them for Miss Mercadante to even have been able to put that together for us because you know I don't know if you know this, man. I only went on one field trip. Uh, at South Shore, and that was to go get my Social Security card. He was stuckin'. That's the only field trip I ever went on, man. He was stuckin'. I never went on no other field trip, man. I never forgot that. Like, I went four years, no field trips, no none of that. I think we went bowling one time, but I can't never remember. We was probably getting high. Yeah, that was your thing. It was, definitely, man. Smoking weed, man. I love smoking some weed and drinking some drink. At school, man, we used to be in the back of the Back of class, different people showing off guns, and we smoke, we lighting up in class and hurrying up and putting it out, all kind of stuff, man. Yeah, that used to be tweaking, bro. I don't know what was to me, man. I really and to, but no, to be honest with you, I wasn't even on that. It's Lil Mike and Josh and them that really got me like. Rest peace, my boy, BD Mike, man. Oh yeah, man, that boy. Uh, that nigga, one man. of the first, one of the first cats I ever heard say "bar none" out of his mouth. Real member, man. Yep. Outstanding membership. Well, Outstanding membership, man. People, his pops too, and his uncle. They was truly the reason a lot of black brothers be dead sometimes, be out of hatred, but some people, they truly just fear you, and so they'd rather do that. Yeah. 
They fear they feared him. They feared him over there, man. Cottage Grove, he's a legend. And I hate to say that because you know we've lost a lot of brothers, but he's a legend, man. And he died how he lived. He died, uh he died, man, over that over that way, man, with a pocket full of money and you know, smiling, man. That's really what he was about. You know, he yeah. he jacked up a lot of dudes, but he did it with a smile on his face. Not smiling. Yeah, no, nah, in real life though, you know, he he um he was he was man, Mike a different dude, man. Uh, yeah. He do like I told you, every time he's catching that at that little green little gas station, that little Falcon right yep. there. That's that's where he died at. Damn. That's right where he died at, man. Literally right there, man. That yeah. that gas station on Cottage, man. I done lost about three or four. It's crazy how the narrative of Cottage just continues. I have a friend named Moochie that died in 2018. Sorry, Moochie G? Yeah, that was my boy. Like, he the first person took me to a couple little parks, like a couple different places I had never been. We used to get on the bus and go play basketball at different playgrounds I ain't never been to. And he died in 2018 at that gas station, and his brother died in 2020 at that gas station. Damn. Yeah, man, it's real right there. I remember mean, when the Heralds right there used to be by the alley, and they used to sell crack in the chicken. Hey. My old lady, Huppy, she, she knew some associate that was that used to that that, that was working that or, or owned it, and I'm like, man. 10, 15 years ago, when it was under a different uh, ownership, busy in there. Oh, yeah, man. They was making it? money. I'm, you and don't they, even know. They had their own security. Motherfucker was cut in with the Chinese lady, the little pool hall. That yep, only right, right next to it. Only cook going out. Yep. And yep. that little uh, cross from the damn round wood. Yep. Hey, let me tell you something, man. You go in that Herald and tell them that you wanted a 50-piece. They was going to give you a leg and a thigh, and under that, they was going to give you five rocks. That's my word. Hey, that's why they shut it down, man. That's I've why been in that uh, bitch before. What the motherfucker said, I'm like, damn. That was the, the order. I'm like, damn, they going to give a whole bunch of chicken. Why, <laughs> why are they ordering 100 pieces of chicken but giving them $100? No, you, you, know, you know me coming from a big family. I'm just like, damn. The motherfuckers for the they to go crazy. I'm like, man, that nigga got a lot of kids. Motherfucker might just get out. You never know. I'm telling you, look, they in there talking about they want a 30 piece, 40 piece, 50 piece. And I'm a shorty. And I'm always wondering when we go up there to get chicken, why it's always clucks buying 30, 40, 50 pieces of chicken. Mm-hmm. That don't make no sense. Clucks don't even eat. Exactly. And yeah, then I'm looking right like now. how you how did you order a 50 piece, but you got a half dark in the bag? Definitely right there. Hell no, man. Yeah, man. It's always clucks. It ain't never a regular person talking about they want 40 pieces of chicken. Man, that's 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 the that's the, that's the old East Side for you. It Back is, in the day, they say cottage to, to the lake. It's all it's still cottage to the lake, man. Fluky right. Stokes, Fluky Stokes lived and died in that neighborhood, man. A lot of people don't know that. Recipe to the lake, great. Oh man, legendary man! I got a song, Fluky Stones, man. Y'all check that out, Malakim, M A L A K H I M on SoundCloud, man. I got oh, yeah, a song called Fluky Stokes. That Jimmy Hendrix, oh, man, you running up the charts, man. 
Man, I appreciate that, man. Hey, most high willing, man. You know, we get some recognition, man. Wherever I go, you go. That's a sure thing. Facts. Yeah, man. That's uh, a sure thing. Coming, come, coming and living in that neighborhood. What stuff's going You know, how did, how did you feel? You know, now, now and then. Um, to be honest, man, when I was a shorty and I found out who Fluky Stokes was, it gave me, you know, I mean, of course it was the wrong thing, but it gave me something to aspire to be. I would rather have a pocket full of money living than have $100 bills between my fingers and be dead, though. Because, you know, once I realized and I found out what all happened to him and how things went wrong with David and uh, Italians and all these different things. Um, you know, those gangster stories from Chicago, man, are mythological, man. It's not like New York or California or none of them other puffed up places. It'd be real life and it'd be, it's morbid. But we in Chicago, we keep those things. Those things are like treasure. Those stories are worth money, literally. Thinking back, those now. Now they've been on that shit. Security. Man, that ain't nothing ops. new, man. Let me tell you the, the craziest story that I know as far as our history in the city. Um, Jeff Fort went around and flipped most people to the five. Right? <laughs> so moved him under the five. <laughs> so he comes to Mickey hey, Cogwell. Hey, hey, sounds to me, don't it? Hey, look, it's the truth, though. Hey, look, it's, it's, it's a necessity, man. You know, I was with it, too. I came to you a couple times. I just... I couldn't uh <coughs> I couldn't see myself nah, Ryan, going back. Ryan was talking to you. But like just tell the truth, Ryan was talking to you, but no, nah, uh Ryan 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 has said some things, but just out of my heart and out of observation, I um I came and hollered at you on that business purely out of admiration for the P. Like it, it wasn't influenced by nobody. Like that was pure. That was all me. That really, you know, what I'm saying I really felt that way. But I had a hard time deciding because I knew I couldn't come back and say, "Oh, I'm this now." You could, because history people just be like, "Why you, GDK, so crazy, boy? You, you." But look, you know something though. I ain't gonna lie though. That's integrity to me. I felt like. You and uh, I, I, huh? I said you and uh, Haru or New, a good brother over there, being Black Twenty Twenty. Y'all the only two brothers. Y'all was the last two. I was trying to go ahead and, and, and holler. On that yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but you know, and now that I'm older, <coughs> to be honest, as far as community wise, I probably should have smoked and drove. I pro- nah, I don't, I don't smoke no more, man. I don't smoke no more. Uh. I probably could have made that move though, man, and it would have, I would have had a different kind of impact on the community because, like I said, I have an admiration for the P, man. I truly do. Um, you know, I appreciate the things that that uh, that the nation has done for the community that other organizations have not. The encouragements, the typing mm-hmm. classes, the coat giveaways, the bike giveaways, the free breakfast programs. Yeah, on that, on the south side. Exactly. Because Fred Hampton was going on the west side. Exactly. Which they covertly came between that for a reason. Oh, that's because... no I got some I got some articles that I seen. And then you know yeah. hearing from from uh 
from uh from mother son, which is which is chief chief's mama when I used to go over there when uh, Alamee used to big Alamee used to bring me over there. You know, I'm talking about to go do work and, and all that. She used to speak on that. Then hearing from Fred Hampton, you know, when I'm at Flintstone, you know, Fred Hampton Jr. with him and hearing this type, getting this, these, these teachings and like, damn, you know, then seeing the paperwork, then seeing the later on in life and seeing even more of it exposed. Like, yeah, you know, they was out yeah there. man. Amina, I, down, I know you know about Amina. You know Amina Fort? That's cuz. What you mean? Yeah, of course, That's man. Daughter, so, brother. Come on, she, bro. Yeah, so she she spoke on a lot of that at a lot of them family picnics, man. But you know, being young. What you mean? Every every no every nation picnics, damn that They picnic. never but look, let me tell you what's crazy. When sister was talking, I didn't know who that was because I was a child. Okay. So I'm listening. But I'm, I never even put two and two together while all the men are truly shutting the fuck up while she's speaking. Because that, no, no. Let me tell you something. Know. That was the most yeah. dangerous. That's the most dangerous woman in Chicago. And when not I say dangerous, dangerous, not dangerous. That's what I. When I say dangerous, I don't mean dangerous as far as no no game bang. Game banging is so far beneath her that it don't even that the word she would never even use the word gang. To describe uh, her impact, what I mean when I say dangerous, I mean social reconstruction. I yes, saw sir. her come on second on 82nd and Cottage, asked me before she shut down the gas station for one of the Arabs calling her a bitch in Arabi. She turned around and asked me, Aren't you Solomon Fort, little brother? I say, Yeah. She asked my homie, Lil D, Aren't you Charlie, little brother? He said, Yeah. She said, Y'all close the doors and don't leave out of here. We about to have a demonstration. She made a call and the whole gas station was filled with brothers. Hey. The whole gas station was filled with brothers with the Walkita hats on. Within a ma- not oh, even the old, old Chief Malik. The old Malik hats. And nobody came in or out. At first, she just wanted an apology, but he lied and told her that he didn't call her a bitch. And she told him, I, my first language was Arabic. And so it went from needing an apology to coming out from behind the counter and kissing her hands and apologizing. Exactly. Before they, they could get back on this dance. Exactly. Exactly. And let me tell you something. She looked me square in my eyes and said, aren't you Solomon Fort, little brother? And what's so funny... She knew you. Exactly. What's so funny is that she always has her head covered. And I remember when she looked at me, I was like, that's the lady from the fucking picnics. Not realizing this this my family. Right. I'm like, yo... That's the lady from them fucking picnics up in hell finna act a fool. Because they could have lost their lives and Chicago Police Department would have let it slide. Yeah. If, if, if she was if she if she was drawn off a lower self, definitely. It, right, right, her. right, right. You know, exactly. She drawn so high off a higher self, you know, she carried that how she's supposed to. You know no, she truly did. She gave him the opportunity to rectify. And that's what you should do with your brother, whether if it be in the, the Torah, the Bible, or the Quran. 
you're supposed to give your brother the opportunity to correct himself. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to give him the opportunity to correct himself. So that go for all grudges, vendettas, dead homies. You're supposed to give your brother the opportunity to not force you to do something to him. Yes, sir. What message do you got to the youth, man, that's listening? Actually, not even just to you, just to the people. Because, you know, this this podcast literally is in, you know, 10, 10 different countries. But we reach more than that. Uh, I looked at the analytics the other day. So, oh, that's beautiful, man. I found out they had listened to some of my music in England. Uh, Saudi Arabia and Chicago was the top three listeners for uh, one of my joints on, on SoundCloud. But I'm going to lay something on y'all. I said, um, 1800 with the runaway lynching, 60s coming white only, nigga. Ever since then, the police been killing, and they really wonder why the black man been drilling. Now, here practice what you preach on for them grave, and they never out of reach. I'ma blow the whole pipe pointing at the police. A blue vest down on a blacktop street. Got no bread, but a nigga gotta eat. Got no car, but I still got feet. I got two pipes, two hands don't reach. On the dead homies, bro, I ain't never been weak. Fuck y'all, one, I just wanna do me. Fuck y'all doing, I just wanna be free. I've been going through hell while running the street, but they just want to see a nigga hang from a tree prison complex two things came next the war on drugs but the drug sign checks suicide crystal crap pipe to the chest with they foot on our necks not knowing who next tears in my eyes like rain from the sky I was born a black man while they hope i die educating all them bullshit lies the press gonna rise and the shit get live we all gonna ride but somebody gotta drive Politics ain't never shit but a bribe. Poverty line took too many lives. Go to war for the people and I can't take a dive. Nobody in the world that's stronger than us. Nobody in the world lives longer than us. So they set us all up. Now they doing drug busts. Too bit passion. They don't give a fuck. I blow pipe, then I might get life. He blow pipe, now they going on strike. Fox got the story and it's on TV. On pay vacate just to make a nigga bleed. But it's on us too because we're killing our own. Guns in the hood because they know a nigga prone. Pulling niggas over and he can't go home. And to stop resisting and one to the dome. Hey, I'ma turn the news off. I'm knowing who the lie is. Hood I'm from been hot to Levath and the laws outside now's dry to harasses. But me, I've been action packed. I'ma ride this bitch to the axle crack. We the real black men. They ain't half is that the hood, the habitat, we the silverback. Hey, shalom. Oh bro. Ah, this is a party king case exclusive. Perfect timing, little mama. <laughs> you did. Oh, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, peace and blessings, too, man. I appreciate you having me, man. We oh, ran it up. You know me? I appreciate you having me, man. You know, you know, anytime, my brother. You know how we rock it. No, yes, we sir. Rockin', man. Uh, last few questions. I know you're going to get up out of here. You know, how, how, how's the transition? to the to the west coast oh man the west coast is the best coast man there's a young lady i want y'all to check her out i want you to check out when you get the chance her name is Brittany tillman t-i-l-l-m-a-n she has an organization the black mecca resource bmr um she plans on expanding from chicago to the west coast we'll be working in very close proximity with the black latin and red youth from that end to this one um, the West Coast man is the best move, especially for those living in high poverty, high crime areas. And like my boy Donald Trump say, man, what you got to lose? What you got to lose, man? Give it a try, man. Put a couple racks down. You know what I'm saying? Stop smoking for a little while. You once you move out of man, you smoke all you want. It seems like the sun never goes down. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, I love it though, man. I love it, man. But yeah, y'all definitely check that out too. Make sure you check that out for me, kids. The Black Mecca Resources coming soon, man. You get in contact. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely demonstrate, man. It's Any, all about uh, the demonstration. Yes, uh, Any upcoming projects you got lined up? I do have a tape that I'm dropping. The name of the tape is Pistols and Poetry. Hey. Yeah, Pistols and Poetry, man. It's uh, just a representation of how I grew up, myself, and my participation in the degradation of our people. And um, also an opportunity for people to get a close look at the narrative in Chicago outside of a drill artist or somebody that's about to die tomorrow. You know, we telling these stories live and direct so that people can really get a grip on what's going on instead of being filled by the illusion that these record labels, you know, fueling us with a $30,000 advance to get you killed in a year. Ain't the way. I'm telling you. It's not the way, man. Yeah, I was just thinking about it. You just said that because the, the the street ride we had then was, was Bump, Lil' Lev, and, and, and LEV. Uh, LEP came like right, right out there, but yeah. They were all independent. Then the party, 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 party